Blackpool, a Space Cadets radio production. Written by Brent Winzick and Jordan Stein. Sound designed by Chris Shendigay. March 13th, 2353, The Cortalic Journal. Submitting into the archive for posterity, entry number 1126, the last will and testament of Franklin Pierce, known in this entry as The Preacher. He sent Woodrow Till, editor of the journal, a datacom with a single audio file. The recording has information regarding the massacre at Blackpool Ranch. This is The Preacher's first-person account of the incident. File information. Name. Missionary journal. Category. Audio. Date. July 16th, 2319 AD. File playback in 3, 2, 1. Yes, yes, but how do I tell if it's on? Oh. Oh, it is now. Um... Today marks the true beginning of my, well, pilgrimage, really. And I promised myself I was going to get one of these. After all, this should be a trip worth documenting. Oh, uh, the thing I'm referring to is a datacom. New gizmo to help me record my trip. So this is my first entry. My transport ship just dropped me off at Hargrave Hub, and I'm waiting to receive my luggage before I arrange transport to Heisnos. Good morning, Luggage from Interstellar Citizen Shuttle 719 from Garakor Katorgia is now arriving on Belt 4. Oh, that's me. At the time, Hargrave Hub was a massive star-shaped space dock that drifted patiently along the blue force fields of the Great Space Barrier. I remember finding it much dirtier than I had expected. I searched for information on transit until I wound up in a lonely corner of the hub's lower level, where the captain slithered up to me, his Hulgarian skin wrinkled and graying with age. He had a ratty red ball cap that looked like it had been tangled in the mouth of some sea creature, and he loved taking it off, wringing it out, and slapping it back on his smooth, bald cranium. You looking for transport, preacher? Why, yes. To the candlelight colony on Heisnos? Today's your lucky day. I've got a shipment going that way. Seventy-five digits will get you there tonight. Oh, I was going to take a citizen shuttle. <laughs> Not to Heisnos. Oh? ISF ships don't go farther than Hargrave Hub. Besides, you won't find a better price. I'm in Slip 3B. It's little green tow ship. You can't miss it. Her name is Aurora. I'm leaving in 15 minutes. I'll follow you there in that case. Come on, then. Quickest way is through the bar. Quiet down. Everybody shut up. Something's going on at the point. Hold on, Captain. According to neighbors, the homestead has been quiet for two days now. 
While authorities are not providing many details, they have confirmed that Cora Jaspers was released from the ranch and is now in police custody. The young witness is saying the criminals are holding Henry and Martha Blackpool hostage. Along with their nine children, Martha's sister, Isabel Jaspers, and the other three Jaspers children. The pirates told Cora that she was being released to turn over demands to Governor Wilder of Smith's Point. Those demands have not been made public. In other news, piracy is down, and so are stocks. The market took another dive this morning. Oh, that poor family. Do you think they'll be all right? Ianos doesn't concern us today, preacher. We've got to get going. The captain waved for me to follow him, and we made our way to the bottom deck, where he stopped about twenty paces shy of his vessel, pointing and waving at a woman as she climbed down off of it. She was roughly thirty, her jacket and boots coated in a fine layer of dirt. Under the brim of her cowboy hat, steely gray eyes flashed us a smile. Get off my frackin' ship! Hi there. What are you doing? I'm commandeering this vessel. Her name is Aurora. Well, Aurora is now in my command. She's taken me to Smith's Point. Like hell she is. <clears throat> You're welcome to come along. <clears throat> You'll have your ship back when my business is done. Here. I'm licensed by the Piracy Prosecution Program to commandeer a vessel if the situation dictates. I'm obeying strict <clears throat> orders to get to Hirnos. So either both of you cooperate, or the last thing you'll see is the barrel of my gun. Put your gun down. If you miss- I don't miss. Now, what'll it be? I'll help. Not without a ship, you won't. Captain, I don't think she's bluffing, and I wouldn't risk the lives of everyone in the station if she misses. Fine, fine. We'll take you to bloody Smith's point. Make ready to sail, boys. From that point on, my story was intertwined with the marshals. She was a strong woman who will forever remain a mystery to me. It is my wish that these accounts set the record straight on the Blackpool Butcher. Rumors are circulating that the leader of the pirates holding the Blackpool family hostage is none other than Percy Wilder, son of Governor William Wilder. Turn that back on. Governor has reportedly declined ISF offers to intervene, stating that he would rather deal with these boys himself. His son, Percy, currently claims leadership over a band of pirates calling themselves the Blackhearts. If that name sounds familiar, it's because that same pirate crew has a warrant out for cyber terrorism after several failed efforts to hack ISF barrier checkpoints. You able to make coffee, preacher? It wasn't part of my theology studies, but yes, I can manage. Sorry to get you involved in all this. I'm just doing my job. Which is what, Marshal? Classified and urgent. It's this Blackpool Ranch ordeal. 
Why else would you care about the news in Smith's Point? I work out of Smith's Point. Oh. Right now, I know what you know. So you have been ordered to the Blackpool Ranch? No, because I was never here. You understand? I do. Coffee could be stronger. Under the evening sky of Hirnor, Smith's Point struck me as a bayside wild west. Its raggedy docks stretched out to meet us. The streets were free of motor vehicles, but packed with citizens and their wraith. Those thick, feathery quadrupeds permeated a stench like, like bullfrog body odor. <sighs> As I watched the locals bustling about, my mind wandered to my identity. The preacher. That's how these people knew me. I felt somehow ashamed for thinking I had ever needed more identity than that. I leaned awkwardly against a dark post, watching the night sky through frail green clouds as the marshal gathered intel from local dock workers. They know more than they're saying on the news. Damn shame about Henry. I warned him not to go dealing with the Blackhearts. What's their dispute? Henry served four years in the ISF as a communications technician. He worked a barrier checkpoint. So when Percy and the Blackhearts got it in their heads to hack the barrier, they tried to meet with Henry. They told him they wanted to talk about buying some Rafe, but he told me later They'd questioned him about it. He turned them down, of course, but I suspect they think he had something to do with their boss's job. I wouldn't doubt it. Any update on the current situation? They just strung Henry's corpse up at sundown. Already made a show of killing his ranch hands, too. But if Henry's dead, they're all square, so far as I'm concerned. No reason to harm the women and children. Last time I checked, Percy Wilder was just a punk kid with a couple screws loose. You think he might actually kill those children? Mm, Not my place to speculate. But I always said I didn't trust him. He's a loose cannon, and his whole crew is running scared. I think he's finally snapped. Oh, sounds like it. Thank you, Earl. Don't mention it. Captain, keep your boat here as long as you need Oh, thank you. Free docking. You should have mentioned the perks when you commandeered me. I want to come with you. Surely you won't turn down help. Why do you want to help me? There are innocent children in danger. I don't need more convincing than that. How are you going to help? You won't last ten minutes out here. How many men... How many pirates are under his command? Hmm? Likely he has a full crew. Which is what? Six? Uh, usually. But Percy's a superstitious son of a bitch. He insists on being the seventh man on his vessel. Oh, come on, you'll need a pistol. Really? Don't give me the chance to change my mind again. What about you, Captain? I bet you're good in a fight. I don't know how much help I'd be. Leave him be, preacher. 
Those children are in danger, and the right thing to do, the good thing to do, is to help them. Oh, you're insufferably good-natured. Yeah, but he's right. We should do everything we can. I'm in. Three against seven, though. This ought to be interesting. After picking through Aurora for weapons, we made our way out of Ekarek Bay and took the ship south, sailing through murky waters. The captain used an inlet that led us to a sliver of sand dunes as dark as fresh charcoal. The marshal assured us the dunes were owned by Henry Blackpool and connected to the rest of the property. Inland we marched for nearly twelve miles before dropping belly down at the top of a hill overlooking the Blackpool homestead. No one guarding the yard. They must all be inside. Why not try drawing more of them out? The minute Percy thinks we're here, he'll kill a hostage. So draw them out onto the property. Stir up the wraith. Force them out onto the grounds. Captain? I like your thinking. Lots of farmers complaining about mountain lions this year. Hienos <laughs> has mountain lions? From Earth? No. Thomas Landrega had mountain lions imported as pets, but they broke out and ate him, and now everyone's still dealing with it. And why does any of this matter? A lot of pirates grew up ranching, and I don't know a rancher's son who doesn't grab his gun and go looking when the rafe are spooked. We ought to run the herd right into the backyard. Captain, find yourself a perch in the shed facing the front of the house. See if you can tell what's going on inside. Here's a risk comm. Don't change the settings. We're on an encrypted channel. Report back once you're in position. Aye, aye. Preacher, let's stir up some Rafe. You, um, really know your way around the property. Subtlety isn't your strong suit, is it? So then you admit it. What difference does it make? Is this your family? You're not supposed to be here, are you? Minute the ISF find out there's family involved, they steer you as far away from the situation as they can. There is no mission, is there? My cousins are in that house, clinging to life so that they can protect their little ones. So I'm taking matters into my own hands because folks out here won't tangle with a mad pirate and his asshole father. There's my confession. And what of the little girl? Cora, if you do this, who will help her? Henry's got kin. She'll be looked after. I pray that the light shines on I you. ain't religious, preacher. Nothing personal. Come on, keep lone, follow me. Stay behind the fence. Captain, do you read me? Hey, Marshal. I read you loud and clear. It's pretty gruesome up here. Got eight corpses in the front lawn and Henry's strung up in the tree. Uh, no women or children, though. Then Percy's killing his own men. 
Henry always hires the Cecil brothers. There's four of them. Well, that'll make things easier. Not if they're killing each other. Suggest they're, uh, unhinged. What else do you see, Cap? One light on, just over the living room. It's bad, Marshal. There's blood everywhere, and no one's moving. Stay in position. We'll stir up some rife. <sighs> okay, Preacher. I'm going to try and muster the herd towards the ranch. You go on and spook the one further down the fence line. right up the lawn. Yeah, that'll get some attention. Nice job. Captain, you with me? Captain? Live cry! She locked eyes with me in that moment, her face suddenly hollow with fear. That was Percy Wilder, calling her by name. His silhouette appeared at the top of the knoll, wielding a meat cleaver and dragging the captain's corpse by the tail. I know you're out here, Croy. Captain was good enough to spill the beans before you let the herd loose. He didn't know your name, but ain't no other marshal got a reason to show up here. Had to kill him anyway. It's a shame, too. This wasn't about him. This was between me and Henry. Stay down. Here I am, you son of a bitch! I clung like a coward to the dirt beneath me, wishing I could melt into the soil. But she sprung up, and his wild stare locked with hers. Where are they? Who? Your miserable cousins? Damn you, Percy! What did you do to them? Well, they're dead, Croy. They're all dead. Henry's the only one I told outside my own crew about hacking that barrier. Your cousin married a squealer, plain and simple. This is how I deal with squealers. She shot the cleaver from Percy's hand with her first round and blew out his knee with the second. Percy collapsed on the lawn, and the marshal picked up the cleaver and swung it down into his shoulder. Did they beg you, Percy? I gawked in horror as she hacked his arm off pinning him down with a heavy boot. I watched until I could stomach no more, until Percy writhed on a crimson patch of blood on the white sagebrush lawn. Stop, Marshal! You get out of here! Take the aurora and get the hell off this rock! Everyone knows the rest. One little girl survived and disappeared from public knowledge. Two women, twelve children, four young men and a father of nine were murdered in cold blood by Percy Wilder and his men. Blame went to Livick, 
for murdering Percy and the Blackhearts, and she was branded the Blackpool Butcher. The governor even put a bounty on her head. She hacked Percy to pieces, there's no denying that. But she only killed one man. One twisted soul. I've judged her for her actions all these years, but I wanted him to suffer too. I prayed that he would die, and then I watched as it happened. I've seen the evil in all of us, and so I carry the light. You have reached the end of this recording. This has been Blackpool, a Space Cadets radio production. Directed by Brent Winzek. Written by Brent Winzek and Jordan Stein. Sound design and music by Chris Shendigay. Production manager and assistant director, Aaron Boat. Featuring Morgan White as the marshal, Jordan Stein as the captain, Brent Winzek as the preacher, and Percy Wilder. Monica Kay as computer voice, Paul Guyatt as the archivist, the reporter, and the harbormaster. Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim premieres on October 25th, 2019 at The Tank, a home for emerging artists in New York City. Get updates on Season 2 and new entries in our listener's guide at spacecadetsradio.com. That's spacecadetsradio.com. This has been a Space Cadets Radio production.